This is the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, Episode 11. Welcome to the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, a place for practical ideas and powerful spiritual inspiration for women like you who want to overcome their obstacles, discover their true potential, and find lasting joy and significance through a relationship with Christ. I'm your host, Alicia Michelle, and I'm so excited to encourage you on how you can live the full, vibrant life that God has planned for you, the life that you were meant to live. So find a cozy spot, and let's get started on today's episode. Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Vibrant Christian Living Podcast, where our goal is to help you overcome your frustrations so you can enjoy the freer, happier life that you were meant to live. I'm your host, author, and Christian life coach, Alicia Michelle, and today's episode talks about something that is kind of a general topic. It applies to lots of different things that we might face in life, but it is so important because it keeps us from going to those next places that we need to go. And that is just the general feeling we get when we get stuck. So this is kind of like when we feel frustrated by our current circumstances, like maybe Maybe you, you, you know that something big is coming in your life and, and you're just not quite sure what to do next. Or maybe you feel like there's this battle that's just going on as you run through every scenario and every option. And yet you still feel like, I don't even know what to do next. Like I, I just feel stuck and I'm confused. Or maybe you just feel like there's things in your life that you want to be different, but you don't even know what different looks like, right? You're just like, I just need them to be different than what they are now, but it's just not changing. So, you just aren't sure of what the next best step is, and you feel paralyzed as to what to do next. And we may even be dealing with issues of the inner critic, which we talked about a few weeks ago, um, and our fear of failure or our need to get it perfectly right. All of this. I know that you are familiar with this because this is something that we all struggle with. And it's just that, that quiet battle that goes on in our heads that we don't talk about a lot, but it seems to come out in lots of different ways. It manifests itself in, in literally being frustrated with other people or just this, like we said, this, this inner spinning in our head. So I want to share with you a simple mindset, a simple thing that you can do when you find yourself in this place. And it's something that may not be familiar right now, but I promise you that at one point in your life, it was something that was just natural, a natural response that you had when you got in these situations. And it's something, again, very simple, but it's quite powerful and it's super effective that I've found in moving you forward when you're stuck. And here it is. You ready? It's learning to embrace curiosity, even curiosity that leads to failure. And so we're going to talk about failure more here in a few minutes. But curiosity, what does that mean? It just means that we're releasing ourselves to dream, to let our minds go, to consider just all kinds of options, even those really crazy ones. And it's giving ourselves permission to experiment and just to try something new without expectation, without judgment, without the need for perfection or having to have it figured out right away. It's just saying, I wonder what would happen if, or what if I tried this, or what if we did this instead? It's just freeing ourselves to consider things out of the box. Now, the good news is, is that curiosity isn't just for those people who might be free spirits or who think, oh, yeah, just experiment and let, you know, figure it out as you go. Because let me tell you, that is not me. That is not who, (laughs) excuse me, that is not who I naturally am. 
But it's something, thankfully, that we can learn no matter what our personality is, and we can learn at any point in our lives, and we can apply it to so many different situations. This is why I feel like it's such an important skill that we have to learn to practice. So how can we get curious? What does getting curious look like? Well, the biggest part of being curious that I've found is that it starts and then it ends and it's full of release. Now, this is very scary. If you're someone who likes control and who likes things to be already figured out, like I am. But this is why we are stuck because we want control. We want to know the answer. So if we can release the need to have it figured out, to know exactly what the next step is going to be, and to just let things happen and let God direct us, there is just that's when that movement happens. And so I, you may have heard this this idea before, but I think it's really applicable here. Um, if you think of, if you were to hold your hand out and you hold your hand out as as a clenched fist, when we have a clenched fist, we are saying that we're holding on to what's in our hand. We're, we're, we're not letting it come out. But the bad news about that is, is that nothing is coming in either. And so God can't work when we have a closed fist and we are trying to just say, this is the only way, or I don't know what to do. And so we're, we're, we're stuck, right? But when we open up our hand, it's frightening to open up our hand because we don't know what's going to come in our hand. We don't know what's going to leave our hand, but we don't know what's going to come in either. But the great news is, is that was how God works. That is when God can move. That is when God can bring in the freshness and the newness. And that's exactly what we need when we feel stuck. We think we just want someone to come along and tell us, or God specifically, to come along and say, okay, do this and then do this. But that's not how he works. And in fact, I've found that that is where life and and the joy of living is 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 most beautiful. Because it's not just God saying, okay, you're going to wake up, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. There is such grace and um, truly such beauty found in letting the Lord direct us and letting the natural gift of curiosity that he gave us guide us on that path. So the other thing that getting curious can look like is that it's full of expectation and optimism. It believes that there is a good situation out there. There's a good solution and that God wants to help us find it. We have to approach curiosity and approach being stuck with the concept that God is on our side, that He wants us to figure this out, and that there are good options out there, even if we don't see them, even if we're afraid of what they might be, that He wants to help us find them, and that good things are around the corner. And that's not just like, you know, a bumper sticker (laughs) to see. It's actually something that we have to tell ourselves and believe deep down in our soul as we choose to step out and as we choose to let curiosity take over is to say, it's, it's okay that, that I believe that the Lord who, who made a way in all ways, the Lord who conquered death, the Lord who conquered all of this, this, the destruction and the sin and the evil in my life and brought me into this new and spacious place. I believe that he has good things in this place too. And so approaching curiosity from that mindset. The other thing that curiosity does is that it trusts that for some things in life, there are no absolutes and that God gives us the beauty of discovering choice and of finding out what works best for us. So a classic example of this I always think about is um, the movie Runaway Bride. And there's several scenes in the movie where 
the 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 main character Julia Roberts she is getting married to all these she's or she's wanting to get married to these different guys she doesn't obviously go through with it that's the whole point of the movie but she changes herself to be like all of these different guys and to fit with them you know sometimes she's this free spirit sometimes she's she's like you know a bookworm kind of a person and and all these different characteristics and one day her friend says you don't even, you know, you're just adjusting to these different people. You're not really being who you are. Who are you? What are you about? And she challenges her to say like, well, you know, what kind of, what kind of eggs do you like? And she's, Julia Roberts is like, I don't even know what kind of eggs I like. And so she sits down and she tries poached eggs and she tries fried eggs and she tries scrambled eggs. And she comes back and says, I like this, right? That's choice. That's the choice that God gives us. Now, let me be very clear. There are definitely right and wrong things in, in this world, and the Bible is very clear about what's right and what's wrong. That's not what I'm talking about. But there are definitely ways of going about things that are unique to us, that work for us, that may not work for somebody else. And that's beautiful to figure out. So, you know, you can buy a red dress or a blue dress. It doesn't really matter which color looks better on you. That You'd have a different answer than that maybe than I would depending on your hair color, your eye color, color of your skin. It doesn't, you know, it's it's, it's all subjective. And so that's when it, you know, that seems kind of easy to understand that. But when it comes down to things like, should I move here or should I move there? Or should I um, do my Bible time first thing in the morning or at night? Or should I work out here or there? Or should I, should I eat um, this type of food? On, you know, certain days of the week or whatever it is that you're struggling with and you're trying to figure out, there are so many options and our world is filled with options. And of course, options can be paralyzing. But if we can say, I'm going to just see, I'm going to see which ones resonate with me and I'm going to release it. And even if it worked for somebody else, it may not work for me. And that's totally fine. That is totally fine. So we're trusting that God gives that beauty of discovering choice. And like I said, that really opened up huge doors for me when I realized that I can't mess this up, that some things I can just go, well, God made me to like this or not like that, and that's fine. I also love that being curious means that we get to enjoy the journey of exploration and adventure. Again, a new concept for me because I love just having a plan, as I said, and Curiosity allows us to see this whole new world, that there is this aspect of figuring things out as fun, that it's it's really interesting to notice things about ourselves, to to grow in certain areas and to think, yeah, that that works for me or that doesn't work for me, and that's okay. And then lastly, getting curious means that we can it it allows us to trust God through the journey and to listen to his leading as we experiment. So it's another opportunity to just have communion with God and to to say, all right, let's try this. And then to listen to ourselves, to listen to his feedback, to have him guide us towards new things. It's just this beautiful adventure that we get to go on with God. I know that this is tricky. I know that this is not simple, especially when we live in a world where we're taught and reinforced every day that we need to figure things out as fast as we can that time is money, that we have to figure this out because we got to go on to the next thing. I mean, there's just this urgency in our world. And we feel like we don't have time to be curious. We just need an answer. I mean, trust me, I have been there and it's still something that I struggle with. This reminds me of uh, the movie Matrix. And I'm actually, not a lot of movie references today, huh? Um, but the movie Matrix, a couple years 
I guess it was like in the 90s, if you haven't ever seen The Matrix. Totally old school movie, but still a classic. Anyway, in that movie, the the people in the movie could plug into The Matrix and learn as much as they could and whatever they wanted to in a matter of seconds. And I have often thought that I would love to just sit down, have somebody plug into the back of my head and just get all this information. Um, there's one scene in the movie I think of where the the girl character or the main character, she wants to learn how to fly a helicopter. And she literally sits down, they put a computer program in her brain, and she kind of like flips her eyes for a few seconds, maybe five seconds, then she goes, okay, let's go. And she knows how to fly a helicopter. It's like, oh my gosh, wouldn't that be convenient, right? Wouldn't it be that convenient if we could just, boom, have it all figured out and also have this download from God as to what to do next? Where does that end? You know, that is, first of all, not realistic. It just is not that way. And we only find ourselves in frustration when we just keep expecting it to be figured out right away. And it also, again, puts us back in that place where the destination is my goal, that what I get to is where I want to go. And there is just this this really incredible life in that in-between place. And we miss so much learning, so much closeness, so much dependence on God, so much just truly fun as we say, well, what about this? Well, what about that? And we miss this whole other aspect of life. I know it's ta- it's taken me a long time to really understand and embrace this. And I thought, gosh, just how long did I let myself stay stuck in certain situations instead of releasing them and saying, okay, I'm just going to try this and I'm just going to move forward. I was thinking about the Wizard of Oz too. So how much less would Dorothy have learned if she had just landed in Oz and then she went home five minutes later? I mean, the whole point of that movie was how she grew and learned and determined that she was going to live her life a certain way after she'd gone through that experience. And she would not have figured all those things out if she had just been handed the path that said, do this and then go here and the end, and you're going to go back home. And so we need to embrace that concept and to to see it as beautiful and worthy and worthwhile. So this was something that was first introduced to me by my coach and, and actually a mentor even a few years before. And um, she had shared with me how the idea of just experimenting and being curious had been something that she had welcomed into her life in a lot of areas. So it was something that she literally laid out this, this systematic plan. I mean, I was not that systematic about it, especially when I first started doing it. But she just said, okay, so like for meal planning, well, maybe we want to have our meals delivered. Maybe we want to make meals in bulk. Maybe we want to make freezer meals. You know, she just laid out all these options and said, okay, well, this month we're going to try this. All right, this month we're going to try that. But whatever is working right now is not working. So I'm willing to step out and try something new. And so she gave me this, this outline and I thought, wow. I mean, again, sounds so simple and is something that really anybody can practice. But how often do we do that, especially when we are stuck in those places? So for me, the place that I've been stuck most recently has been exercise. So as I've shared in some previous episodes, I went through a period of of illness where I was very sick, um, almost died, had um, a lot of um, headaches and cardiovascular issues. And so I had to be extremely careful about what I did, how I did it. Uh, and honestly, I just had no energy or stamina to do a lot. And so it's been about a year and a half now as I record this since the incidents happened. And so now most of my headaches are gone most days. And so I feel like I'm coming out of that fog and I'm in a place where I want to start working out. Well, 
since that time, I used to work out. I used to run 5Ks. I ran a 10K. Um, I, I ran not so much because I liked it, but because I liked how it made my body feel afterwards. But what I learned through since the last time I worked out to now was that what was motivating me before was a lot of should. I should work out. I need to. And it was like this inner taskmaster that was just running my life. And I thought, you know what? I don't want to be that way anymore. I don't want to work out because I should and guilt myself into this because truly that I, I'm past that place in my life. I just don't want to live like that anymore. And so it was really interesting now to come back to, okay, it's time. Like the clothes are getting tight. I feel crappy. I need to work out. You know, the, all the endorphins, all the emotional stuff of working out, it needs to happen. And so, I started thinking about it. And along with that guilting part of it, I realized I really don't like to work out. I really, it's just not enjoyable to me. And the things that I had done before, again, were just out of obligation. And so I thought, well, all right, let me see. Let me practice this curiosity mindset. And so I sat down and wrote down lots of different things that I could do. One of them was... um a yoga class, going to a yoga studio. One of them was running. Uh, one of them was doing um, online. There's a, there's a downloadable service that I have called Daily Burn where you can do exercises online. And I tried some of those. And those a lot of those things were things that I had tried in the past. And I just felt like this isn't really working. Like I don't feel the joy in doing this. And I wanted to find joy in doing it, really, truly, because I thought – this is something I need to incorporate in my life for good. And if that's the case, again, I don't want to be guilting myself into it or feeling I am shooting myself into it. So I thought back to what at way back in the day did I did I like about exercise. And I used to be on the dance team in high school. And I took some ballet classes when I was in college. And so I started looking into that. And to be truthful, there aren't a lot of adult ballet classes that are nearby me. I live more in a rural area. Um, we do live close to a metropolitan area, but I wasn't willing to drive 30, 40 minutes to an exercise class. And so I thought, okay, well, what's here? But what I ha- I tried, I tried lots of different things, um, but what I'm doing now seems to have stuck. And I now work out at, um, it's a small little studio just for women it's every morning at six o'clock. And what I love about it is what I learned through myself, about myself through this process was that I like to not have to figure out what I have to do every day. Because to me, that was just like pulling teeth to get up and to figure out, okay, I have to do this many squats or this many jumping jacks. And it's like, oh my gosh, that's like the last thing I wanted to do. I just want to show up and have somebody tell me what to do. I also like the idea of working out with other people. And I never really thought I would like that. But that's in this season, that's something that I like. So when I go there, it's the same women every morning at 6 a.m. And we have gotten to know each other and we talk as we're doing our exercises. And it's, it's, it's really, it's fun. Um, and so I, I've enjoyed that. And that has motivated me to keep going. I also like that it's different every day. That was another factor for me. I could not just get up and run every day. Again, I did that and it was just like, uh, so boring. I don't, I could not find a good, play, a good enough playlist or good enough podcast to listen to to keep me motivated while I was running. It just wasn't enough. It never was enough. So all that's to say that curiosity is something that's really brought this new thing into my life, which is exercise. And I'm really enjoying going and working out. And um, I know that would have not happened if I had not been willing to say, well, what if this? What if I try this? 
And I really had to just say, I wonder what would happen and to try some new things and to be willing to experiment. So the more often you do it, it does become a mindset and truly it makes life a whole lot more enjoyable. So I know that it doesn't come naturally to a lot of us. And again, I, like I have shared, I've had to really train myself to do and I have to practice it all the time. But truthfully, I really think that having somebody else to exemplify it and to kind of bring it out in me like a coach is has been a really key element of this. And so sometimes you do need someone to help you see that perspective, to help you be curious together. They help you think of ideas or they say, all right, well, let's try this. They hold you accountable to that. They help you understand why it's been an obstacle in the past. And so if you think that's something you might benefit from too, I encourage you to consider coaching. And as a, as a Christian life coach, I can help you develop that new mindset, whatever it is that you're struggling through and you feel stuck around. And I can help you practice what that looks like and help you take those first steps, help you decide, well, what's working, what's not, help you incorporate that into your life and find obstacles as they come up, help us, we can work together through those. And so coaching is a perfect fit for something like this. And so to get started and to learn more about coaching, you can go to the coaching page, which is vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash coaching, and then fill out the application there and I will be in touch and we can talk more about coaching. So I wanted to close our time today by talking about five ways to welcome curiosity into your life when you get stuck. So first, you need to start by just getting curious around what's making you feel stuck. Identify the real issue and not necessarily what the symptoms are, being clear about what the symptoms are versus what the cause of the frustration is. Those are two different things. So what is making you feel stuck? Um, what do you what do you need more of in your life? That's That's a great question to ask. Or if you could wave a magic wand, what would you like to be different a year from now? Those are kind of the things to help us identify what is causing us to be stuck and what more than just like, oh, I'm tired and grouchy and, and I feel stuck. Well, what is that? What is the root of that? And as you're doing this, again, as we talked about before with releasing through each of these steps, it's so important to continue to release, to continue to release more and more and more and more, right? So here is when we can release the frustration of not knowing what the answers are or how to get there. We can release the timing of it. We can release that inner critic voice that tells us that we should have it all figured out. And why don't you? And what you're, you know, you're stupid because you don't. And haven't you figured this out by now? I mean, you know, you know how she talks. And if you don't, you, you need to go back and listen to that episode. I'll put that in the show notes so that you can hear more about that. The second way we can welcome curiosity when we're stuck is that we need to start getting curious about what could be. So brainstorm solutions. No matter how crazy, no matter how far out there they are, just start writing stuff down. Just start thinking through options. See what other people are doing. See how it worked for you in the past. See what what other factors you need to consider in your life in order to make it work now. And again, release the timing and the need to get it right. You're just experimenting. You're just trying things out. You're just seeing what would work and what would fit. And then the third thing is as you're experimenting, narrow down your choices to two or three and try to commit to more than one thing. Just You don't have to do them all at once. Just try maybe one at a time. In fact, I would suggest only one at a time. And just see without any attachment, you know, holding the answers kind of loosely, what what would work? What could this be? And I encourage you to try more than one because you need to be able to see that definitely will work or that definitely won't work. And then four, as you experiment and try things, get curious around your response, especially the emotional side of it. So does it feel like a good fit and why or why not? What 
What do you like about it? What do you not like about it? Welcome the experiment side of it and let it teach you more about yourself and about the woman that God made you to be, the unique woman. It's, it doesn't, again, there's no, there's no right or wrong answers for so many of these things. And that is just beautiful. And then number five, keep experimenting and trying things until you feel like you've settled into a reasonable solution. And again, a reasonable solution for this season. Something that I get stuck in, speaking of being stuck, is that I think, well, I'm going to figure this out and it's going to work for me forever, right? Well, that's not true. You and I both know. Life changes. We, Our kids get older and, and they shift in their needs for us, or we may move, or our job situation may change, or we just, our time demands may shift. We may start homeschooling or stop homeschooling or all these things. And so we have to hold these, these decisions or these conclusions we do come to or this, these things that we do with a grain of salt and saying, for right now, this works. For right now, this is a great fit for me. And that's it. Yes, right? There is so much freedom that comes from there. And so much of this releasing and being curious is a mental game. And we can give ourselves grace to make tweaks, make adjustments, and even throw the whole thing out the door if we need to as time changes and our life changes. So as we go through this, of course, there is that huge concept that we haven't talked about, but is sure to come up, and that is failure. You are going to fail. You're going to find things that don't work and um, that you might just say, wow, yeah, no, that was... <laughs> That really was not a good choice for me. And what is so great about failure is that failure is just information. If we can reframe our brain to consider that failure is an information source and not a place of condemnation or of shame, it will free you to step easier into curiosity. I wanted to read you this quote from a book um, called Coactive Coaching. But it's it's talking about failure, and it says here, failure is one of the fastest ways of learning. Ask any toddler. Small children do not stay up late at night reading the How to Walk manual, learning the mechanics. They flop, they fall, they crawl, they stand up and flop and crawl some more. There are bumps along with steps and statistically more failure than success, but it never seems to dampen their enthusiasm. In order to take the risks that will enable them to walk and run in their lives, clients must be willing to flop, fail, and get back up and learn from the experience. Learning is the key here. Failing at any action, even failing to take action, is a rich learning opportunity. It's this learning opportunity that we can explore and celebrate together. So one of the underlying goals of being curious is to look at the learning that results from the experience, and that requires courage. That requires commitment because it requires failure. And again, if we can reframe failure as just simply one outcome of curiosity, not a bad one or a good one, but just an outcome that gives us more information to move forward, it's really becomes so much easier to step out and to be curious. So curiosity is the key to embracing and stepping into our full selves. We're always growing. Circumstances are always changing. And so experimentation is a natural result. And asking, I wonder what would happen if, or I wonder about this, leads to so many fabulous results. And this is how we get to that place of vibrant living because life is not static. It's constantly changing. We're constantly changing. And it's a beautiful thing to model 
to the women and the men in our lives around us too, our kids, our husbands, just that we're willing to be flexible. We're willing to learn what God has ahead and um, how He made us and what works in this season and to just, again, go on an adventure with Him. And again, I want to share with you that coaching is an incredible way to take that curiosity step. And often, sometimes it's, it's, it's a lot easier to take those steps when we have somebody who can not only help us brainstorm, but can say, you got this. It's okay. Because we're, again, for sure going to fail. And we're for sure going to have those moments where we think, I don't know what the answer is. But with a coach, we can work together to figure out what some ideas might be to move forward and to pick you back up when you go through those obstacles and to really get you where you want to go. So as a life coach, I would love to work with you. I would love to hear more about how we might be a good fit together. So to do that, uh, you can fill out an application for coaching, and that is at the coaching page. That's vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash coaching. And I look forward to hearing from you there. Well, friends, that's all the time that I have for today. I hope this encouraged you about curiosity. Would love to hear more from you about what you want to be curious about or what your God is challenging you on how to be curious in your life right now. You can email me at alicia at vibrantchristianliving.com or you can leave a comment on iTunes that actually helps other people find the podcast. That would be awesome. Or you can reach out and see if we can work together as a coach and coachee. That would be amazing too. I would love to help you on your journey. Have a great week. I'll see you back here next time. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. If you were encouraged or inspired by what was shared today, I would love it if you could take two seconds and leave an honest review in iTunes. I love hearing from you, and these reviews help others find the podcast. And of course, be sure to subscribe to the show if you haven't already so you don't miss an episode. Bye for now, and I will see you back here next week.